Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. Well, welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast. I'm so glad that you've joined a community of leaders who are intentional and purposeful about their growth. Oftentimes as leaders, we find ourselves having to communicate. I think one of the key roles that any leader plays in any organization, in any role they might assume, is communication. But the question is, how do I grow and sharpen my skills to communicate for transformation? And that's what we're going to be looking at on today's episode. I remember the first time I had to stand in front of a crowd in high school. It was an assembly. I had to read the code of conduct and share the word of God with them. I was extremely scared. I remember shaking in my trousers, not too sure what to say. Uh, I think one of my highlights, which was so funny, when we had to pray, I remember saying, let's bow our eyes and close our heads. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I had the whole uh, hall boisterously laughing at me instead of praying with me. It was a disaster. But over the years, I've intentionally tried to sharpen and hone my communication skills. And I think this is very important for us as leaders, not only to communicate through words, but to communicate through emotion. How do you communicate emotion as a leader? How do you as a leader begin to take an abstract idea and break it down so that it sticks in the minds of the people who need to know what you are communicating? I love what George Bernard Shaw says, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has actually taken place. And this is true because we find ourselves as leaders thinking just because we said something It's actually people have heard it, people have received it and internalized it and believed it or even will do it. And that's not how it works. Oftentimes when communication, communicating rather, people aren't thinking about you as the communicator, but they're thinking about themselves. They're asking themselves, how is this applying to where I'm at? How can I apply this in my life? And this helps you now as a leader, firstly, to move the communication away from you to the next person. I'm going to break down five key questions, which I think if you ask yourself as a leader, will help you communicate better. So before communicating, ensure that you've answered these questions thoroughly. Firstly, ask yourself, who is in front of me? This helps you to look at the audience in front of you. Ask yourself, as I'm communicating, who actually is in front of me? Because you can't communicate to everyone the same way. There are different audiences that need different jargon, different approach, different tone, different examples. And if your communication style is one size fits all, you're definitely not going to cut it. 
You're going to miss out on a lot of people and lessen the impact that your communication can have. So ask yourself, who is in front of me? And this also begins to cause you to move in the direction of understanding the person in front of you. Moving away from seeking to be understood, but seeking to understand. This helps you to do a bit of research as a communicator and as a leader to double click and peel through the layers of understanding the person in front of you. If it's your spouse, ask yourself, oh, this is my spouse. So how do we communicate? What's their language of communication? I love the exercise by Gary Chapman, if I'm not mistaken, the five languages of love, because that helps you as well to communicate better in that context if you know the person you are communicating to. If you're communicating to a larger group of people, ask yourself, who are they? What are they about? What is their vision? What is their mission? What are their core values? What are the objectives that they have? And this helps you to begin to understand the people in front of you. What do they want to be? What are they doing? Why do they even exist? So that you can begin to speak to what they do as well as speak to their existence. So the first question you need to ask is who is in front of me? This is married to what do they care about? Once you begin to know what they care about, it makes it a bit easier for you to know, okay, I've identified the people in front of me, but what is it that they care about? What does this do when you begin to tap into that space of what they care about? It helps you to tap into their feelings, which is the second question. You need to ask yourself, what do I want them to feel? Why do you want them to feel? It gives you a deeper connection to your communication. This is key because emotions move people to action. People will not always remember what you said. They will not always remember what you did, but they will always remember how you made them feel. So you need to ask yourself, what do I want them to feel? And this is key because feelings are transferred and transferable by feelings. I love what Winston Churchill said as to how before you can inspire with emotion, you must be swamped with it yourself. Before you can move their tears, your own must flow. To convince them, you must first believe. So you need to feel and carry so much conviction in order for your communication to bring conviction to your audience. So firstly, what do you want them to know? Secondly, what do you want them to feel? Uh... Uh, firstly, sorry, who is in front of you? I jumped the gun to the third point. Secondly, what do you want them to feel? Thirdly, what do you want them to know? And this deals with information now. What is it that the people who are sitting or standing in front of me or who I'm communicating with, what do I want them to know? What do I want them to take out as an action point from my communication? And this helps you as the communicator leader to ensure that you begin to ask yourself, is the knowledge I'm sharing with these people going to bring transformation in their lives? And the two questions to ask yourself with this is, will what I'm communicating help them? How will it help them? Not only will it help them, but how will it help them? And part of how you ensure that it will help them and how it will help them is you bringing it to your personal life, asking yourself, has, is, 
has what I'm communicating to the audience helped me? Have I lived it? Because there's an artificial communication that people can sense when you communicate something that you've not embodied, something that you've not tested, something that you do not live. And that's where the connection comes, when you're co you are one with your communication. Jim Ron says the goal of effective communication should be for listeners to say, me too, versus so what? So when people know something they didn't know before, they actually begin to relate with you and that's how you build connection. Because many people don't commit to you when they understand you. They commit to you when they feel understood. So firstly, who is in front of me? Secondly, you have asked yourself, what do I want them to feel? Thirdly, what do I want the people to know? Fourth, what do I want my audience to do? And this is the action part, because if you can't define it, they can't do it. So you need to ask yourself, what is it when it comes to application that I want them to walk out and begin to do? What is it that I want them to do? The leader's challenge is always to help move people from know how to do now, where they know what needs to be done, because it's really not what you know, as I always say, that makes a difference. It's what you do. So you need to ask yourself, how do I move these people to action? Is it clearly defined after my talk or after my communication that they are equipped and they know what needs to be done? And then lastly, you need to ensure that you've thoroughly have a system of accountability after they know what to do to help them track if they're doing it consistently and if they're getting the results that they need to get. So to tie this all together, when communicating, try as best as you can to give them what they need to know, not everything you know. And I think this is, these are some of the mistakes that we tend to make in communication where we just want to dump and offload everything on the recipient. And that's not really how it works. Sometimes we overload the audience. So give them what they need to know, not everything you know. And always try to pace yourself and give it to them in bite size. I don't know about you, but sometimes uh, when eating something, I tend to have my appetite closed uh, simply because of being overwhelmed by the plate in front of me. So how do I work around this? I ensure that I know there's more food if I need uh, seconds, but I try to package it on smaller amounts. And I think that's how communication ought to work as well. Tailor your message to their style. And this has to do with you knowing the people that you are speaking to. As we bring in our plane for landing, more practical application. Ensure that you are listener-focused and not speaker-focused. Ensure that your communication is focused on the people you are talking to and not yourself. And this is a big mistake a lot of communicators make, where they make the whole talk about themselves and don't connect because people oftentimes connect with themselves through your talk. And this is how you begin to break through and begin to connect deeper and instill confidence in the people you are talking to. So move it away from you, move away from mirror and allow it to be a window so that you do not see yourself, but you're able to see the people you are talking to.
A practical example of this, for example, if you're at work and you're trying to get your manager or your superior to do something, instead of talking to your manager uh, to get an extra post person on board on a project or something you want to do, don't start with, I'm so overworked and I need someone to help me. I'm so overwhelmed. It seems like you guys don't care for me and you're leaving me and I'm so overwhelmed. I'm going to leave. And you begin to threaten. That's not how you communicate. A better way to communicate your overwhelm and how you are overworked and how you do need someone, begin to move it to the manager or to your supervisor or superior. Rather start with, I actually have a way we can be more productive in this department. Or I actually have a strategy that will help move our organization to the next level. Just check the difference. All of a sudden, the person you're communicating with actually feels like this person actually wants to help me. And they begin to partner with you because you're able to speak the listener's language. This is extremely, extremely important. So what am I saying to us? Ensure that when you communicate, you ask yourself these questions. Practical parting thoughts. But on a practical note, which I think are very important, five languages that you need to learn when communicating. The first one is appearance and sure i cannot overemphasize this that your appearance is together you look the part you don't only talk the talk but you look like the talk and show that you match your outfit with your message and this is extremely important i know sometimes we tend to say uh it's the content that matters but oftentimes people look at the container I love how the word of God puts it that man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. So God does look at your heart and how genuine you are and how you want to impact. But man does look at the outward appearance. So put time to ensure that the outward appearance is together. Secondly, your body language. Grab the people you are talking to with your confidence and authority. I love what Steve Jobs says that the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are usually the ones who do. I thought he would put change the world one individual at a time. So grab your audience with your authority and confidence. Move, don't pace, use your hands. I think one of the important things when communicating, I hope uh, you were able to see the hand gestures, which I'm going to be having an amazing guest soon as well, who I'm actually teeing this episode up for him because he's a master in communication and he will be helping us more practically. I know I'm not going to do as much justice as him, but I'm just trying to whet your appetite so that when we release the episode, you at least have some thoughts and you are equipped to a certain extent as to how to communicate better. So use your hands. Ensure that you've thought through your non-verbal communication as to how you're going to communicate using your body. Part of that as well is eye connection. Use your eyes to work the room, to talk to people in the room. Practically, if it's a big audience, at least have five second connection with one person at a time within the crowd. This helps you build trust and a relationship even as you communicate. How do you use your gestures? Ensure that your hand gestures, as I'm mentioning, oftentimes they are within the box above your body so that people can see them uh, research speaks of how it, people actually feel safer when they see your hands. Always try to be in a rest position so that your body seems relaxed. You don't come across as tense. Words as well. Work on your words. 
Tell them what you're going to tell them. I love what Craig Rochelle says when it comes to communication. He says, oftentimes when he communicates in his introduction, he will tell you what he's going to tell you. Then he will deliver what he's going to tell you. And then he's going to tell you that he told you what he told you, he said he's going to tell you. And I love that because it actually helps. He plays with words, but it helps you grasp the content and creates moments so that you are able to own the content. So speak clearly. And repeat often so that your ideas can stick. I mentioned emotions as to how use your tone of voice and your pace of speaking to grab and re-grab the attention of your audience. Help them feel. Let them laugh. And this is extremely important for you as a communicator. And I'm glad that you've stuck through towards the end. And I hope these practical tools that I've shared with you will help you take your communication to the next level. Do remember to download the episode notes, which are a great tool to help you with application. Until we meet again next time, take your lead and be very intentional about changing the world one individual at a time. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.nzwandilemakakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.